Have you ever felt like your business growth is hitting the ceiling? It doesn't matter if you have the best marketing in the world. If other things in your business are jacked up, it's going to become really hard to grow. So what can you do as a leader to help your company break through? Learn more on today's episode of The Savvy Marketer. On today's episode of The Savvy Marketer, we're gonna talk about how to overcome some of those bigger organizational challenges that can keep companies from growing. Now, businesses face growth hurdles at every stage of growth, but as a company grows and the teams for those companies get bigger, it's not uncommon for companies and leaders to feel like they're kind of spinning their wheels. I'll share how my company felt this way, and I'll have a conversation with my friend and business advisor, Jim Tennant, who brought a process to Spire called EOS that helped us unlock major growth. But first, marketing moment. Today's marketing moment is a book recommendation. And I wanna talk about the book Traction by Gino Wickman. I first heard about this book uh, when someone recommended it to me in December, 2017. And I remember exactly when someone recommended the book because I was actually at something I don't normally do. I was at a black tie event in Cleveland for Weatherhead 100. The lead team and I from Spire were there and our company was getting recognized for being one of the 100 fastest growing companies in Northeast Ohio. It's pretty cool. And while we were there, people were talking about this book and they were talking about this process that they were using in their business. And so I heard it several times in that one evening. So I remember I ordered the book. Uh, The next week, the book arrives and I opened up the book and I started to flip through and see what it was about. And I was like, well, we don't need that. We're doing this stuff. I was reading a lot of things that we'd already put in place in our business and I was feeling pretty good about it. And so I kind of put the book on the shelf and I didn't really read it at that time. But you know, it wasn't long after that, that things started to get challenging. 2018, 2019, 2020, our company continued to grow, but it was like single digit percentage growth year over year. And it just felt like everything we were doing was a fight. Everything we were doing was sort of a battle um, to, to be successful and to continue to grow. I now realize that Spire, during that time, we were hitting a ceiling. We were no longer getting traction. We were spinning our wheels. And so on a flight in early 2020, it was actually shortly before COVID, um, I was on a long flight and I had this book with me in the bag and I started to read it again. And I started to read it with a fresh perspective. So we got help from my friend Jim, a consultant who came in and he shared some more about what I read in this book with the rest of my leadership team. And he helped us go all in on this process that I read about in the book called EOS. I remember we rolled it out company-wide by the fourth quarter of 2020. And a year later, fourth quarter of 2021, we had just record growth. Uh, The amount of growth that we were experiencing just a year after putting this process in place was so exciting. And in 2022, that growth continued. We experienced 31% growth year over year from 2022 compared to 2021. And so one thing I learned is that great marketing alone is not enough sometimes to fuel growth. We were working hard from a marketing perspective and from a sales perspective, but there were other things that weren't working right in our business. You need to pay attention to things like vision and people and processes and effective meetings and data and a number of different things that play in. So if you ever feel like your company's hitting the ceiling, I encourage you to maybe take a look at this book, Traction. There's a lot of good ideas in there, or don't be afraid to look outside your organization for things that you can do to improve your company and set it up for effective growth. And that is your marketing moment. So our guest on today's show is an advisor to Spire, and he was our EOS implementer who helped us get 
a process in place to help us unlock growth when it felt like we were hitting a ceiling. He's helped us grow the right way, which is by strengthening the foundation of the company. His name's Jim Tennant. He's with Culture Shock, and he's a professional implementer and coach. Jim, welcome to The Savvy Marketer. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. I'm excited to be here. This is fun. Yes. So share a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I came to EOS from owning a couple small companies, uh, running companies for other people. I did, I've done a couple startups. I've even helped buy and sell a couple companies. So I was actually, my wife says I was born an engineer, but I became a businessman. And I really reveled in that. I thought it was a great thing. I've learned a lot of terrific stuff from terrific people over the years. But when I found EOS, I thought, this is what I want to do. Yeah, good. And so when you're not helping people with coaching and implementing EOS, what are some things you're passionate about outside of work? Well, my wife and I love to travel together. In fact, driving trips are our favorite things. And we're amateur foodies. So we'll take this last year, our theme has been ice cream. So we tried ice cream at different places. So we do that, plus we like to spend time with family. That's really kind of the center of our worldly universe is our family. Excellent. So thinking about this EOS process, um, I know that you've worked with a lot of different clients, including Spire. What are some of the biggest challenges that you found that, that your clients face? So you already mentioned this, hitting the ceiling. And this shows up in a couple different ways. They may find that they're just not getting the growth that they want, or they're growing, but they're not keeping up with it. And it comes back to, is their team and is their, their whole company, are they accountable and are they producing results? And that's really the challenge. It's not to have a great year, it's continue to have growth. That's what we help them do. So what caused you to get into this? Oh, that's a great question. What caused me to get into it was horrible meetings. Our meetings were bad. Uh, I was running a manufacturing company, great team, we would plan a one-hour meeting. We'd all go in there. We would beat some subject to death. Uh, we'd come out two hours later, late, having talked this thing into pieces, knowing that we'd solved it. And two months later, we're back in that meeting with the same team having the same conversation. Mm. And our meetings just stunk. They did. So the owner of the company says that I did online dating. And what he means by that is I literally Googled how to have better meetings. And I stumbled across something called the L10 meeting. Didn't know what that was. From the L10, I found EOS, which is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. That's a mouthful. And from there, I learned from other people. I actually interviewed some people who used this in their company. And what I found was people either quit early or they did it forever. And that spoke to me a lot. So we got they, it into our company. They quit company. what early? They quit EOS early. Okay. Or they stuck with it forever. Hmm. So that impressed me. The other thing I really like about it is it starts at the top. It starts with the leadership team and they get it down before it rolls out to the rest of the company. You were in a company, the meetings were, were bad. Were bad. <laughs> and so you found it for your company. Um, how, did, how did that then, you're now implementing it. Right. So how did that happen? So I had a great lady work with me. Her name's Amy, Amy Hart. And she uh, heard me say often, I'll never run another organization without EOS. And eventually teasing me about it, said, Jim, put your money where your mouth is. You know, what are you going to do about this? And I thought it over and said, Amy, you're right. You're the new general manager. I quit. I'm going to go do EOS implementation full time. That's exactly what I did. Wow. And it's, uh, it was a big change. Uh, I, my wife is much smarter than me, and she might have rolled her eyes a little when I made that <laughs> decision. But it's been a great journey. 
Yeah, and I, I remember when you first, um, when we first connected, it was early 2020. I just finished reading this this book on the plane and um, I started to see things that you were posting on LinkedIn and things. And I think it was actually, ironically, it was about having effective meetings right. <laughs> at the time, which got my attention. And um, I remember you came in and spoke to the Spire leadership team and you, you shared a framework about how this process can work. Um, and I think it was really good for our team to hear the same things that I was reading in this book and to hear it, um, it, how it can kind of work as a whole. So do you mind just maybe walking us through that framework? Thank you. That, that would be great. So, and I've got a diagram here that we show everyone. We call it the wheel or the six components. Mm-hmm. There is nothing brand new in this. Gino Wickman, the guy who wrote the book uh, and a super fellow, if you ever get the chance to meet him, he came up with these six basic concepts, key components, we call them. And he'll tell you, there's no magic bullet in here. There's no brand new discovery. These are great things that other people have developed but he put them into one method, one system that brings them all together. Okay. And it's pretty straightforward. We talk about vision first, and vision is not you know, the motivational poster on the wall. It's something that you can really get behind, something that you can see and sink your teeth into, mm-hmm. something that gives you and your team room to grow. Yeah. There's two basic parts to it, what we call the eight questions. And those eight questions revolve around things like, what are your core values? The real ones, not the ones you wanna be heard for. Mm. What is your marketing strategy? What makes you different from other companies that are in this same segment? Then we go on to more practical things like what's a good solid 10-year target? What's the three-year picture that will get us to that 10-year target? Yeah. And the plan for next year that makes that three-year happen. And then we break it down into a 90-day chunk that everybody can absorb. Yeah, and you know what's interesting, Jim, is when I started reading this book in 2017, I think I stopped in that chapter because I was like, we have great core values. We have this really clear vision of what we are as a company and even goals of where we want to be. The problem was is that we'd set plans and then we wouldn't actually achieve any of this stuff. They were great goals. Everybody was motivated, but I think everybody kind of rolled their eyes and said, this stuff's not actually going to happen. And, um, and so what really got my attention then is some of these other pieces here as well that make it work, um, that make it work. So, and, and that's it. So the vision number one, after you get those questions answered, or is it shared by everybody? Yeah. And once we get the vision piece down, the second part is people. And as you know, Jeremy, 90% of the places you go with your business, where I go with my business, you say, what's your biggest difficulty? They're going to tell us people. Hmm. So when you get the right people, which is step one, then you've got to get them in the right seat. And if you're a Jim Collins fan, you recognize this right off. Yep. But it's all about that. And we have some tools we use to help people do that well. One we call an accountability chart, mm-hmm. which is different, as you and your team know, from an organizational chart. Mm-hmm. And then we have what we call a people analyzer. None of these are dismissive pieces that will kick somebody out of the picture. Mm-hmm. They're all about how do we do the best for the company and for our people for the greater good. Okay. The next piece is what we call data. And the big part there is what's called a scorecard. And you work with a lot of clients. How many of them have something they can refer to on a daily or weekly basis? that tells them the overall health of the of their department or the whole business. Yeah. And then we talk about measurables. Measurables are a piece that everybody in the organization knows they're winning today and how that win is helping the company get to the greater good. Okay. So, so from, go ahead. So we've got at the top we've got vision and we've got the eight questions that fit within vision. Yes. We've got the people, which is right people, right, right seats, seat. the Jim Collins stuff. Uh, we've got data uh, or data, depending how we say it, with scorecards and measurables. Yes. Right? So that's the first three of the six. First three of the six. Okay. The next one is what we call issues. 
in the two chunks under there is an issues list. And it's not just writing down everything that's wrong. That's actually part of it. But it's also a great communication tool. So something you know that's coming up that's a problem maybe I don't know. And just having it in the meeting with us, it's a working tool that we use every day. And then we have something pretty special that idea or that EOS is really good about. We call it IDSing. So it's the issue solving plan. Okay. And it's a way to get through an issue without number one, leaving anybody out. We want everybody to be heard and understood without what we call politicking, which is somebody that just keeps hammering that one idea, right? Or uh, hijacking or rabbit trailing, which is another thing. If we can concentrate on that one issue, here's the important part of this. Part of the process is we don't lose those other questions or other issues. We capture those as well. Yeah. But at the end of it, we've got a way to solve it. And we might not solve everything today, but we always have an action item. Uh, That's just part of the secret is having something that can be accomplished. I think the issues is one area that was really missing in our business uh, before we implemented EOS was that we didn't have a way to deal with with issues on a maybe on a quarterly basis we would identify those things but the idea that it's a weekly thing and that you're making decisions every week in every meeting essentially about where you're going to put your focus Mm -hmm. Uh, the other thing we found is that we've started to use issue lists with our marketing clients and so we start when we do their uh, quarterly sessions or whatever interval we're meeting with a client to talk about high level uh, we start with an issues list and then based on that issues list how can what things can we do from a marketing perspective to help them deal with their issues right now. Um, and I think people are sometimes get anxious about things like that because issues sound negative and they sound like, but, but when you're working on issues, there's just a, you're moving things forward. Exactly. And they don't have to be negative things. An issue yeah. can be, hey, here's a great opportunity we have. How best do we take advantage of that? Yeah. And it's, it really boils down to the accountability and results we talked about earlier. This is just one piece of the puzzle that gets us from, I'm accountable for this, to here's my results. Good. So we've got vision one, people two, data three, issues, issues four. Four. Number five is what we call process. Okay. Process, and this is not if you're an ISO person or one of those structured things, this is not where we document every single process in the place. We have core processes. You may have eight or 10 or, or maybe two dozen, but they're the 20% of what you do that delivers 80% of your results. And we're going to get those down simply on a one or two page document and you use that to train, to test, and to measure. So everybody's on the same page. Good. And that's the one piece. The second piece is followed by all, which mm-hmm. frankly might be one of the hardest things here because everybody, and here's how you know that followed by all isn't happening. When people say things like, well, this is the way I like to do it, mm-hmm. or this is the way I've always done it. Even yeah. if I change it every day, I'm going to tell you this is the way I've yeah. always done it. So that fifth piece is process. So getting the right core process documented and then getting them followed. Very good. The last piece is what we call traction. And Gino has in his book, vision without traction is hallucination. And it really is, it's a great way to think about it. So what gives us traction? The number one thing is rocks. And from that one year plan, we build a 90 day structure, just 90 day things that we're going to get done. And here's the two words I use. If I have a rock, It's the thing that I obsess about and I attack every day while doing my regular job. And if I'm on a team, then I'm reporting back to that team every week. Here's my progress. Mm -hmm. And it helps me keep myself on track more than anything else. So the rocks you referred to, those are the 90 day uh, 
priorities. Exactly. And again, this is nothing brand new. The idea of rocks comes from the old story of how do you get everything in the jar? Mm -hmm. You put the rocks in first, then the pebbles, then the sand, then the water. Yeah. Because if you put the rocks in last, they never get done. And so the idea with that is that if, if I try to tackle my really big priorities when I have time between the emails and the tasks, it's never going to get done. But exactly. if I plan for those big things first, the other stuff can get done around it. Exactly. Okay. And, and that's truly the way it works. We yeah. go back to clients and regularly see that for the leadership team, maybe they have six or eight rocks. For the whole company, maybe they have 70 or more. And those rocks consistently get finished 80, 90% of them every time. Hmm. It's a big deal. And it's very doable. It's actually kind of fun. You, people say, hey, how's your rock going? And are you, did you get to work on that? It, it draws some real passion about what you're doing. Yeah, good. And the last part about that, about our process, is what we call a meeting pulse. Mm -hmm. So certain members of your whole organization will have a weekly L10, the thing that I did bad at the beginning, uh, but it also includes on a quarterly basis, at least a quarterly basis. We get the whole team in one place, the whole organization as best we can in one place. And we talk about what's going on, what are the issues, how are we doing on goals, and here's some opportunities that have opened up for everyone. Yeah. And then once a year, we have a big meeting where we do, we call it state of the company. And we okay. do that as well. Yeah, good. So that's the six components. It's interesting that at the top of the wheel, we have vision. And at the bottom, we have traction. And I described earlier that I think that's where our, we had the vision, we had great people, um, but the things that the other pieces along the way that lead to you getting traction, uh, we lacked that traction. We, we didn't actually get those things done. So for our savvy marketers who are watching today, we're gonna have people um, who are probably company leaders or owners, uh, but we also have a number of people who are uh, a leader in the company, but from maybe a sales and marketing perspective. How might different types of leaders respond? Maybe they feel like their company is, so to speak, hitting the ceiling or in jeopardy of doing that uh, based on the way things are structured. How can those people um, respond? So if you are an owner, a leader such as yourself, even if you don't own the company, you're a leader, look at this and consider it. Uh, you said that you got to the part about what we call the VTO before you kind of lost interest. Most people read that vision statement and they think, well, I have vision. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. But is it getting down? Yeah. So first thing to do is reach out to an implementer. Ask them, can you tell me more about this? That conversation is a great one. It will ask you questions that maybe you weren't thinking of. Mm -hmm. The second thing we do is once you've contacted an implementer, we can get you the books, the information, whatever you need. And we also do a 90-minute meeting. It's a session that's entirely free for you and your leadership team where we will describe these concepts, find out where you're hitting the ceiling, see if it's a good fit for, for EOS in your company and for an implementer in your company. Okay. So those things are all great if you're the owner or that top leader. If you're someone else on the leadership team, many, many times there's, we call them champions. They read this and really like it and bring it to the team and say, is this something we should consider? At the very least, if you're running a team or a department and you're not at the top of a company, you can still use these concepts and these principles to run any kind of a group. I personally work a lot with nonprofits as well as for-profit companies. It works there just as well. Okay, just good. As well. So if someone's out there and they're interested in this, I mean, first of all, I would just recommend that, that you pick up a copy of the book Traction uh, because it really does give a good overview of things. But also I know for us, just reading a book isn't going to be enough. It was right. the idea of being able to work with someone like you who could help us implement this in our business and really stick to it 
because it's funny, everybody can read something and interpret it different ways, but having someone that's there kind of as a guide to help you through that, um, I would encourage that as well. So how can someone contact you if they're looking for help with this EOS process in their business? So you can reach out to me a number of ways, but the simplest way is go online, look for culture shock, all one word, no K, okay. and you'll find Jim Tennant, Ron Kaminsky, Kimberly Dyer, we all do the EOS implementation. That's the most direct way. On there, you'll find my cell number. That's the friendliest way to reach me, text or call. If I'm not with a client or with my family, I'm gonna reach right back out to you. By the way, don't buy the book, call me, I'll get you one. There you go, perfect. <laughs> I didn't. I wish I would have watched this episode before I, <laughs> before I bought the book, no. But thank you so much, Jim, for taking the time to be on the show. And also, thank you for what you've done for Spire. You've really helped us uh, grow and be successful and really break through that ceiling that we felt like we were hitting a few years ago. Thank you. It has been wonderful to work with you and your team. They're a lot of fun and they're very passionate about what they do and I enjoy that very much. Thank you, Jeremy, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Savvy Marketer. If your wheels are turning, if you're thinking about these things of, and how you might bring this into your business, I'd encourage you to like and comment, but also subscribe to our channel and be sure to share this with other people who may need to see it as well. Every episode of The Savvy Marketer is brought to you by Spire. We're an Ohio-based marketing agency. We help companies plan smarter strategy, get it done, and make your marketing hum. We'd love to help you if there's anything you need. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.